0: Brother Ray said, We are so thankful that you have chosen to share your Easter celebration with us here at Bethel, and we are excited about that. Um, I believe that you would probably agree with me that a fresh start is something that everybody needs at one time or another in their life. Would you agree with that? Raise your hand. Amen. I'm glad I'm not the only one. Well, friend, listen, this Easter. This Easter, today, this celebration, I pray that you will permit this Easter message that celebrates Jesus Christ rising from the dead to have bearing on your life. I pray you will allow this celebration to impact your life today and also for eternal life. So as we revisit the greatest turnaround ever, amen, the greatest turnaround ever, that is Jesus' victory over death, don't only look at what happened that day. Also, look what's going to happen this day. Amen. I pray that this impacts your life many desperately need a fresh start and our lord and savior is the master he is the king daddy he is the master of new beginnings i read about this one lady who was the church organist and their church was having a 630 sunrise service the woman overslept And at about 6.31, the pastor called her and said, "Uh, it's time for you to get here. Are you on your way? Well, need to say, she wasn't. She jumped out of bed. She hurriedly threw on her clothes, and she arrived about 30 minutes late. The next year, her phone rang at about 5.30, and the pastor said, Marge, the Lord Jesus Christ is risen, and you better be. Amen? In Matthew 28, verse 5, an angel said to a group of women who had assembled at the tomb of Jesus Christ, Do not be afraid. Fear not. For I know that you seek Jesus who was crucified. He's not here. He is risen. Risen. He is risen. Come see the place where he lay. You know, it's one thing to fall down. It's another thing to stay down. Amen? It's one thing to fall down. Every believer does. Amen? We all do at some point or another. But sadly, many just don't get back up. They just stay down. They remember how it used to be. Between them and God. They remember in their minds how they used to go to church all the time and how awesome it was. They remember how their lives used to be and the joy they experienced. But for one reason or another, they fell along the way and they just didn't get back up. I think that one of the biggest factors that keeps people, keeps believers from serving God is the fact that it's it's not just peer pressure. The thing that keeps people from serving God, believers from serving God, it's not a lack of desire. I think they kind of really want to. But often when people fall down, the thing that keeps them down is guilt. It's guilt. They've done something in their past. They look back and they're totally ashamed of what they did. They look back and they remember how they've fallen out of church and they're just too embarrassed to go back. The problem is this. Friend, they're busy looking backwards when they should be looking forward. We need to be Forward thinkers, don't think about what's gone on in your past. Think about what can go on in your future. Jesus said in Luke chapter 9, No man having put his hand to the plow and looking back is fit for the kingdom of God. You can't look back. You got to focus forward. You can't look back. you got to be a forward thinker. You've got to look forward. Paul wrote to believers once, and he said, this is one thing that I do. I like it when Paul does that. He's saying, this is the thing that I do that helps me, might help you too. This is one thing I do. Forgetting those things which are behind. Instead, reaching forward to those things that are ahead. I press toward the goal of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Listen to my heart this morning, friends. You may have fallen. You may have stumbled and you may have fallen down, but I got good news for you today. You can get up. You can get up. And now that you've gotten up, you can move forward. Whatever you do, don't you let Satan keep you down. Don't let the enemy of God keep you down by constantly reminding you of what happened in your past. No. Get up. Move forward. Just respond to God today. Respond to God in the presence of God. In the present, rather, and allow Him to change your future. The past is past. Amen? It can't be changed. There's nothing you can do about your past. It's gone. It's old news. It's passed away. But your future? Your future? (laughs) Your future is unwritten. Past is past. Future is unwritten. Our focus verse this morning is Proverbs 24:16, where the Word of God says that a righteous man may fall seven times. Now I got to testify right here. I have fallen a whole lot more than seven times. Amen. But a righteous man may fall seven times and rise again. But the wicked shall by just one calamity fall. Have you ever heard of the concept of failing forward? Failing forward? Failing forward means that you're not a failure because you failed. You're not a failure because you fell. You fail only if you don't get back up. Amen? Failing forward teaches is that if you just get up just once more then you fall. Then you will be a success. Just once more. If you'll get up you'll be a success. Friend, listen to me carefully. God still wants you. God still wants you. And he's been there the whole time. He knows that you're coming. It's just a matter of when. He knows that you're going to come to him. It's, it's just he wonders, how long will it take her? How long will he endure the emptiness of living without me? How long will she carry this burden of guilt that I never intended her to carry? How long will they have this lack of peace before they come to me? God still wants you, friend. And he wants you to come. And he wants you to come today. He is an expert of making lemonade out of lemons like me and you. Amen? Amen? He is so good at that. And I want to tell you today, the sooner you come, the better off you'll be. So come today. But you want to talk about an incredible turnaround? Just think of Jesus during the time he walked on earth. Now that, friend, is a turnaround. That is an incredible turnaround. He came to earth to personally provide the cure for our sin cancer. That's a word that gets attention these days, isn't it? Jesus came to provide the cure for our sin cancer. And yet he was rejected by the masses. He was betrayed by his close friend. He was deserted by his followers. He was tortured. He was killed. And you know, at that point, God had every right To destroy the human race. It's like God was saying, man, i was just trying to help you. I just wanted to do for you what you couldn't do for yourself. All I wanted to do was provide you with the means whereby we might have a relationship. Don't you want it? Don't you desire it? Can't you see the benefits of it? Even those closest to Jesus in that day were turning their backs on him. And many of us may say, thank God it's Friday. Anybody ever said that? Let me see. Beverly Scott, you better raise your hand, girl. I know you haven't had a girl. Everybody said, thank God it's Friday. But guess what? I bet Jesus didn't. I bet Jesus didn't. No, it was a horrible Friday for Jesus. And then suddenly, everything changed. The greatest turnaround ever. One minute he's dead, the next minute he's walking around town in front of all the people that saw him die. Wow, what a turnaround. You know, you just can't keep a God man down, can you? Amen? wow, I want me a turnaround like that. Amen? I want me a turnaround like that. So how can I experience that kind of turnaround? Well, friend, whether it's a turnaround for your whole life or a turnaround for just a small part of your life, it seems that the requirements for a successful turnaround are the same. And I just want to share some with you today to begin with, to have a successful turnaround like Jesus experienced, the first thing you need to do is you need a clean slate. The Bible says that even believers were once far away from God. We were His enemies being separated from Him by our evil thoughts and actions. Listen to this. We were dead to God because of our sins. We were dead to God because of our sins. Then God, the greatest two words in the Bible, then God made us alive in Christ and forgave all our sins. He canceled the record that contained all of our charges, and you won't believe what He did. He nailed them to the cross. Not guilty. Not guilty. Acquitted, remember last week? Acquitted of the charges. That were against you. And then God declared that if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Behold, all things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Even though the new creature stumbles from time to time, or a lot of the time, amen. uh, Even if the new creature stumbles, God says if we're willing to confess our sins, desiring for a turnaround, desiring for a change, then he is faithful and he's just. To forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Wow, I need that kind of turnaround. And sadly, I need it a lot. Sadly, I need it a lot. Proverbs chapter 28 verse 13 teaches us that people who try to cover up and conceal their sins will not prosper. But those who confess and forsake them will receive mercy. Those that confess and forsake their sins, they get another chance. I'm thankful that God gave me another chance. And another chance after that one. And another chance after that one. You see, friend, you can't have a turnaround. You can't have a turnaround without a clean slate. You can't have a fresh start without a clean slate. It just won't last. You'll still harbor all that old junk in your life. It's unforgiven. It's still like a weight over your head. So you need a clean slate. Would you like a clean slate in your life or in at least an area of your life? I know I would. Well, there's two conditions. And that verse made them real clear. Take responsibility. And change directions. I love it when the Bible's simple. It gets through my hard head. Take responsibility for what you did wrong. Change directions. Do you hear what he said? Confess and forsake them and you will receive mercy. I love it when it's simple. I love it when I can have a fresh start. So, to start fresh, I need a clean slate. But also, to start fresh... I need a new game plan I need a new game plan God spoke through the wisest man in the world, Solomon and he said never forget the things I've taught you God said store my commands in your heart for the length of days and long life and peace they will add to you I want long life, amen but I also want peace I want peace in my life. And I know that by obeying the commands of my Lord, I can have that peace. Everybody wants to live a long life, right? Does anybody want to die today? Everybody want to live a long and prosperous life? Give me an amen if you do. There's one of you. Hallelujah. Amen. We all want to live a long life. We all want to see our kids grow up. Right? We all want to see our grandchildren come on the scene. Right? We all want to make a difference in this world we live in, right? Amen. Amen. We do. So what's the game plan? The game plan is also simple. In fact, it's so simple that sometimes we trip right over it. Solomon said, it's easy. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't lean on your own understanding of things. In all your ways, acknowledge God. And he will direct your paths. Friend, don't be wise in your own eyes. Don't be wise in your own eyes, but fear the Lord and depart from evil. What's the new game plan? Hey, trust in the Lord. Don't lean on what you think you know. Trust him, acknowledge him, and he will direct your paths. Simple? Amen. It is so simple. And I pray we would all do it. But you know what? A lot of people are just insane. Amen? You remember what the definition of insanity is, right? Uh, what do they want to do? They want to do the same things, the same way, and expect a different result. That don't happen. That's insane. What do you got to do? Well, if you want a fresh start, if you want a great turnaround, what do you do? You can't have a fresh start without a new game plan. Because if you don't have a, a, a new game plan, you're going to get the same old results if you keep doing it the same way you've been trying it you're going to get the same old results so the big question is this do I trust God's advice or do I trust in my own judgment I don't know it all but my God does and so I'm going to choose God over me amen So to start fresh, to experience this amazing turnaround, we need a clean slate, and we need a new game plan. Finally, I better have some power to keep going, amen? I need power to keep going. The Bible says how incredibly great is His power to help those who believe in Him. I like that. It's the same mighty power that raised Christ from the dead. He'll give us power to do what we believe. Starting fresh without power to keep going, friend, that ain't nothing but great intention. You can't have a turnaround unless you got power. No power, no turnaround. If you can't keep going, if you're going to quit next week, and you ain't got no power, and you won't turn around. Back during the Battle of Waterloo, there was a man that would stand on top of the cathedral in London, England, and he would wave flags. He would wave flags to signal the people below about how the battle was going. The whole city of London was anxious to know how was the battle going. They were wondering if the Duke of Wellington could ever defeat Napoleon. Once that man, atop of that cathedral, started, began waving his flags. He was trying to signal the people below. And the people looked up. And as they they looked at him, they could barely see him through the fog. And as they saw his message through the fog, all they saw was Wellington defeated the whole city of london couldn't believe it their hearts sank within them but then there was a break in the fog and those people of london looked up at the cathedral and they saw the rest of the signal the rest of the message it was wellington defeated napoleon The whole city of London rejoiced. The whole country of England rejoiced in the victory that they learned about. You see, friend, when Jesus died on the cross, the message that came to the disciples was this. Jesus defeated. And then three days later, when the fog began to clear the message they received was, Jesus defeated Satan. Amen. Jesus won. Jesus won the battle. When Jesus died, oh friend, it was sadness. But three days later when he rose from the dead, it was a moment of gladness. And they rejoiced. And still to this day, Millions of Christians are doing what you are doing. They are celebrating the fact that God won. That Jesus was raised from the grave. Friend, while you may have fallen. While you may have fallen down. While you may have fallen away from God. I bet it's led to sadness. I'm speaking from personal testimony here. I know what it's like to fall away from God. But while you've experienced that sadness, I want you to know the victory that I have realized, and that is God has purchased for me life. God has purchased victory for me, and it still still applies to my life. I don't have to feel defeated anymore. I can get back up And I can start fresh. I read this quote, and it's been on my mind all week long. This quote says there are no stains on the pages of tomorrow. It's fresh, it's clean, it's a new beginning. It's brand new. Maybe you failed. Guess what? Who hasn't? Amen? Who hasn't failed? One thing, just don't fail to be saved. Just don't fail to experience the forgiveness of the Lord. Pick up those broken pieces and just just bring them to the Lord. I mean, pick up your broken pieces and just start trusting in His Word. Friend, I just want to say, uh, he'll put you back together if you'll just bring him the pieces. He'll make your life complete if you'll just bring him the pieces. Just lay the broken pieces before the Lord Jesus Christ. He'll put you back together and give you a fresh start. So get saved. Get right with God. Get active in his family. Let's get to work. Today, I believe He calls every one of us, to one degree or another, to a fresh start. He calls every one of us to experience the greatest turnaround of our life. You know, that's the greatest hope of the resurrection of Christ. The greatest hope that Christ's resurrection brings is that this, is if things in your life need to change, They can. If your eternal destination needs to change, it can. If the way you've been living your life needs to change, it can. It can. If your relationship with God or the lack thereof Needs to change. It can. It can. But the choice, the choice remains yours. So you're going to have an opportunity now to respond to what you've heard. But in reality, there are really only two responses. The first response is this do nothing I don't need a fresh start I don't need a new beginning and I don't need you to tell me that I need to turn around you can do nothing you can say you know what I'll think about it you can say "Um, well maybe another day or you know I'm just not sure about all this that response will change nothing It'll change nothing in your life today. It'll change nothing in your life for eternity. You can continue to live the same life, the same way, and get the same results. You won't experience fulfillment in your life. You won't do anything of eternal value. You'll make no difference in the world you live in. You can do nothing. Or, number two, you can take a step of faith. I don't know how Brother Bill knew I needed to change this area of my life, but he didn't, God did, amen. I know I need to turn around. I know I need a fresh start. So I'm going to take a step of faith. And I'm going to trust in Jesus as my only means of going to heaven. My only way of living a life worth living. And I'm going to believe in Christ's resurrection. I'm going to believe that God raised him from the dead. I'm going to believe. Friend, that changes everything. That changes everything. Now, if you make that choice, you're going to begin experiencing a fulfilling life. If you make that choice... You're going to begin doing and saying things with eternity in mind. If you make that choice, to take a step of faith, you're going to make a difference in the lives of those around you. But once again, it's your choice. So what will it be? Nothing? Or a step of faith? You choose. Let me pray for you. My Lord God Almighty, Father, thank you for allowing us to turn around. Thank you, Father, for allowing us to rise up from the ashes of the life we create to make a fresh start and a brand new beginning. Father, there are people in this room who need a fresh start. They need to experience this greatest turnaround ever that's possible only through faith in Christ. And Lord, my prayer is today that they would be so bold, they would be so encouraged by your word that they would say, Yes, I need a clean slate. Yes, I'm needing a new game plan. And yes, I need the power to keep going. And I'm going to begin this turnaround by taking a bold step of faith. And I'm going to walk and I'm going to ask for prayer. And I'm going to give my life to the Lord in its entirety. Father, I pray that you would speak to the one. Speak to the many that need the turnaround today. Thank you for the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ that makes our fresh start possible. We love you, Lord. Thank you for first loving us and that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. We give you the praise for it all and I pray now that this decision time is for you. Lead, guide, and direct anyone that might come for your glory alone. In Jesus' name we pray, and all God's people said.